options, choices, and we get and we're live ladies and gentlemen you already know what it is welcome to another episode of down in the basement podcast where we tell you what's really going down it's your boy my name is anthony we got elizabeth in the house what's up everybody we got simon over there what's good what's popping and we got ricky the soundboard guy the one and only coming to you with the sounds with the sounds hey rest in peace pop smoke before we before we go into vibe checks man. yeah that was pop smoke 50 cents uh produced his posthumous album um i believe the album is called shoot for the stars aim for the moon um did you guys see all the stuff happening about like the cover album on on instagram about this yeah. uh dude they really i don't know if you guys a little backstory they like, created like this really i'm gonna say it's shitty version of the album cover um and the internet did its thing uh it was ugly did you guys get a chance to peep it yeah yeah um and pretty much the internet did its thing man they 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 bullied the shit out of 50 cent and now we had what options choices and i think it looks a lot better now just saying options choices would have been a good good track for that <laughs> <laughs> for real hey pop rest in peace bro we would have let you have a feature on the on the track it would have sounded way better um but yeah i i actually love how they bullied his ass uh whoever the the artist was I, wasn't it virgil virgil hey virgil <laughs> is that virgil i'm gonna keep it to virgil <laughs> this motherfucker been scamming bro like they're saying he plagiarized this shit and I like this shit is so trash. I literally seen videos on Twitter of there's like a a pop smoke cover challenge where <laughs> people try to make the cover as quick as they can and motherfuckers do it in like a minute and a half on paint, <laughs> on, paint on MS paint which isn't even available anymore. That's what? crazy. <laughs> well, I guess it it poses a question, right? Does bullying work? Is that does that does it make people do things? I don't know if it's called bullying. Is it bullying? Checking. Did you call that bullying? Checking. I like that. Hey, Ant knows. <laughs> they check to the disrespect that? Yep. Yeah. They're like, they nope. The disrespect, huh? They, they were like, yeah, they were like, uh-uh. This, this ain't, this ain't going to cover it. You feel me? This ain't. Wow. Was that a party? Uh, oh, wow. They, <laughs> they, they said, I don't want to front, but. This shit is shady. No? Front cover? Anyways. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mic check. Cool. How's everyone feeling? How, uh, how's everyone feeling? We, yeah, we skipped the vibes. We skipped vibes. the vibes. How yeah, we, we feeling? Did. How we feeling? We feeling good. We feeling good. As you may notice um, or have heard, we are on another virtual episode. Um, fun, quote unquote. No? Yeah. 
<laughs> safe. That's the word it is. All right. Uh, I wish. I wish. I wish we could go back to normal, but that's not the case right now. So. Yeah, and I'll and I'll just be upfront about it. The reason why we're having a virtual podcast today this week is because your boy your boy got not me corona not whoa 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 don't be putting false narratives out there rumors all right let me fake news (laughs) um your boy actually got uh someone close to the fam actually tested positive for corona so i had to be safe and i hit up the group chat and i let everybody know that you know shit wasn't right and i didn't feel right actually meeting and collaborating with everyone in the basement um so i decided to you know ask everyone to do it virtually i went and got tested today the first site that that i went to was it was a four-hour wait sheesh and I know, man. It was ridiculous. And I just, I was just like, how the hell are people supposed to like get tested when shit's like so long? Now, granted, it was not appointment. It was just a pop-up. But still, like that's a lot of people definitely invest more in like all of these pop-ups. People need to get tested. I don't know why our government or our fucking president wants to lower the testing, but yeah, man. So I ended up going to another city. I ended up going to Gilroy and it was faster. But yeah, man, it was it was wild. Hopefully um, after I test negative, then we can go back to the basement. But Ellie still has some some worries as you know, I mean, it makes sense. Everyone is 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 on edge about this. And according to her, she read that you can still you can be asymptomatic and test negative. Right. And still. have Yes. It. So it's yeah. still positive. Or it's still possible that you can still test negative, even if you still have the virus. So it all kind of just depends. And this is according to the CDC, um, how early in your infection you get tested. So let's say like the virus gets in you on a Monday, you test on a Tuesday, you can still come up to be negative. So oh, it's important to not Nothing yeah. gets in me. All right. Well, testing. All right. <laughs> <laughs> testing. Nothing gets in me. All right. Oh, man. Dude, it's how a- did they yeah. test you? Oh yeah, how was that experience? They put on a rubber glove, told me to bend over and cough. What the fuck? Oh, Wrong test. And, <laughs> and then they put a, sw- a cotton swab in my nose. I don't know what the first part was for, but <laughs> it was. I think it was yeah. a little yeah, standard. It was standard. weird. I was standard. the only one they pulled to the side for it too. Um, Random. And random inspection and, and then the and then the girl who was doing the test was being very unprofessional asking me for like my instagram and <laughs> like, like it, was, it was weird bro. asking about know. the podcast yeah yeah she was like i think you i think i might need to take you to the hospital because you're fucking sick i was like oh god can you just test me please dude like <laughs> hearing your whole experience it almost seems like at first, you got to test your patient in order to get tested, right? That's crazy. That's crazy, dude. That's what the doctors are doing. Hey, huh? That's what, what the doctors that? are doing. True. Testing their patients, right? Yeah. 
But yeah, the test was actually surprisingly. I was expecting worse. I seen all these videos where they put a cotton swab all the way to the back of your or your nostril, like the back of your, you know. It's such your brain. But <laughs> yeah. literally just put it in my nose, like around. I don't know. It was it was it was barely a tip, bro. Like just the like tip. If it was like if it was sex, I would still be a virgin. That's all I'm saying. Oh my like, god! It was literally so minuscule and barely in my nostril that I was like, "Bro, like, are you?" It didn't serious? count. I, yeah, it didn't count, bro. It, it don't count as a body. Like, oh my god! You you're not a tested is, body. Is there is there ever a time where 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 someone don't count as a body? Let's let's have this talk right now. Does, oh is, my god! Someone, no, oh, bro. Honestly, hey, it only don't count as a body if it really wasn't a body. If it's just a tip, it's still a body. Really? Hey, it touched the body. 15%? <laughs> By contact? Like, if you made contact? <laughs> if, if you made contact, it's a body. Simple. Really? I, I mean, I mean, viruses don't don't discriminate either. So exactly. a body's a body. Wait, we're talking know. about viruses here, right? <laughs> I'm just playing. I'm just not going to comment. Y'all never want to have what? these conversations, man. No, I still, it. I still think about like that one time where Ricky wrote that we were gonna talk about masturbation, and to first this day, all, first of all, it was Anthony. Don't fucking was put it Anthony? Me. Oh, oh, no, don't fucking put me there. It was Anthony. Was it me? Uh, don't yeah. say my government name out loud. First of <laughs> because... all, I didn't even say your last name, fool. <laughs> I explained. I introduced myself. Right. <laughs> my name is my name is first name last name i live on city state no okay <laughs> last four digits of my social are well i mean that's what the people want to hear right i just don't and wonder like what that conversation i still wonder what that conversation would have entailed like what, what? possibly could we discuss about like masturbation we ain't even talking when about was that the right first now. time <laughs> you guys ever oh go ahead go ahead go ahead explored <laughs> your sexuality and masturbated <laughs> go ahead since you're <laughs> that, that, that was, was, it. That was yours, the question oh. you, well you wrote it let's first, share yeah. your story oh no i can't answer first <laughs> Uh, then you know I've what? never this done it. Fucking, this whole conversation. I've never done then. it. <laughs> hey, don't bring something let's to the table with, if you ain't trying to eat Simon. it, bro. Hey, don't bring nothing to the table unless you try oh, to bring eat the it, table. Okay? <laughs> I bring the table. That's why I'm asking you guys. Um, see, and we somehow all. bring it back to bullying works because exactly. now we see. Yeah. So to continue with the bullying, not only did we get. We the people get uh, the the cover art of Pop Smoke's debut album changed, right? <laughs> um, but we also got Kylie Jenner to finally sponsor the black business of the dress you wore. If you guys don't know, basically the Kardashian family is shady, and I mean we've been knowing this, but um, Kylie Jenner posted a picture of her in a really nice dress, and unlike. All her other posts where she usually tags the designer or, you know, whoever sold it or whoever she bought the dress from, she didn't post that this time. And a lot of people were saying that was shady because it belonged to a black business owner. And with enough bullying, people saying that they were commenting on it, she was deleting them. 
But finally, she she put it on her story. Go buy this dress. It's from and then tagged them. So bullying works. That's all I'm saying sometimes. Random question. I'm, I just want to ask you guys. Have you guys ever dealt with bullying? Have you guys like, how do you even deal yeah. with it if you have? Uh, Anthony, I'll let you go first on this one. <laughs> if you... Um, I've stood up to bullies before. Um, and yeah, some of them turned out good. Some of them got into a fight, got in trouble a couple of times. Happens, but I would recommend it. You does know? it affect you after, like, does, does bullying for you personally, like, right, does it affect you? Does it make you, like, you know, does it hurt your feelings and all that kind of stuff? Um... I feel like when I was a kid, it did, but then there was a certain point when I was like, I don't really need that. I don't need to spend my time thinking about that and then find something else to distract myself with, you know, something more productive. Okay. Or I just take criticism more constructively. Respect. Ricky, what about you? Have I dealt with bullying? Have you dealt with bullying? And then if you have, like, what do you do with it? Yeah, you How guys do you deal with it all the time. And I deal with it by fucking taking it because you guys are my friends. Okay, You're the telling, bully. Yeah, telling you to talk <laughs> in your mic is not bullying you, bro. <laughs> uh, uh, I, I was bullied. I was bullied when I was little. I was bullied for my lunch money. Um, they took my girl. Yikes. Wait, I don't know if you're joking. Can I laugh or no? Like, are you joking? (laughs) 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 Because if I was there, bro, I got you. I would have been there for you. You know that. You weren't there, but you weren't there. I'm sorry. Nah, they didn't take my girl that often. But, uh, (laughs) yeah, so I was bullied for, like, my lunch money when I was little. And, uh, yeah, I just dealt with it. Um, Got got into some fights. uh, Told people off. Yeah, man. So uh, some points, like I couldn't fight back because they were older than me. So I would call my friends that were older, and they'd have my back. You know, you got to get through it with, with help. You know, if it's not help from friends, it's help from other people, from parents, from yeah. You just got to reach out. That's how you deal with it. All right. How about you, Ellie? Yeah, I think like the same, like Anthony, where I think bullies would affect me when I was a little bit younger. Um. But like I said, the story where they would bully me for my hair and it made me really insecure where I had to straighten my hair for like seven plus years. And now I love my hair. I learned to embrace it. People buy extensions and I don't have to. But I realized that I'm also the type of person to clap back on social media. So I realized that. Nice. There you go. Clap back at them. Clap yeah. back. Pop, pop. Especially on... On social media, people are like, they just feel very empowered and emboldened that they can just say whatever they want. And then some people don't expect that they're going to reply. And I'm the one to reply. Yeah. What about you, Simon? Um, I mean, I can't say I've never been. But I feel like, okay, bullying is it's only called bullying whenever it affects you. And that's what I've kind of like felt about the whole thing is like, for me, obviously words hurt. Right. But like, you know, we learned that fucking uh, statement when we were kids, like sticks and bones, break my bones. Words can never hurt me. And like, for some reason I took that shit literal. Like for me, like bullying is kind of one of those things where it's only 
called bullying if you let you let it get to you. And like people are gonna say fucked up shit all the time. Um, you just gotta learn to love yourself more than the words that they say. And I promise you, it's not bullying. It becomes self improvement because you will literally learn to not give a fuck. And so yeah, have I been bullied? Yes. Have I ever let it affect me? Never. I have. Yeah. There you go. Already here first. So what, how do you deal with bullies? How do I deal with bullies? Did you fight them? I've fought bullies before. I've well, that's the thing is like when I when you put something into the term of bully, it just means that it has affected me, right? Like you are bullying me. But if you're just somebody talking shit and you're disrespecting me, then that's different. Yeah, we'll fight. But like the word, like like the whole bullying aspect of it, I feel like it's literally only called bullying because your words have hurt me. But I check the disrespect all the time. <laughs> that would definitely happen. Absolutely. That's an invitation for anybody. <laughs> yeah, he wants the smoke. He wants the pop smoke. Hey. All right, Pete. rest in peace. Yes, sir. Nah, yeah. All right, that's Show. good to hear everyone's doing well. I think it's time to see what went down this week. Let's get it. Let's get to it. During our pre-production meeting yesterday, Ellie pointed out a dope-ass fact. We, we are predicting the future. Yes, go into it. Well, after a couple episodes, I realized that whatever we would talk about in one episode, the week after it came out, things would just happen. So in a previous episode, we talked about earthquakes, and then we experienced a small earthquake here in San Jose, and then that same week in the Central Valley, there was like a 5.6 something earthquake that happened. We also predicted, we were talking about the Mississippi flag and how they should take down the portion where it shows a Confederate flag. And then just two weeks ago, I believe, um, Mississippi, the whole state decided that they're going to remove that portion of the flag, which features the Confederate flag. And then last week, we talked about um, flooding. And then there was flooding. So a lot of things have been happening. Personally, I predict that I'm going to win a million dollars. I'm going to become right. a multi-millionaire and you know, we'll see what happens next week. For real. I don't, <laughs> is it, is it, is it, are we predicting the future or are we staying super current? Like, what would you say? I feel like we're super current because if we can start predicting things, let me manifest something right now. Next week, next lottery, I need to go ahead and get that. Right. And I want a new Audi. I want, I want a lot of different stuff. So if I can start predicting things, I hope so. Sooner than later, that'd be awesome. Um, but I just think I think we're really current, right? Like for the earthquakes and the floods, like that stuff, I know for sure that was us. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> but like for like the like the Mississippi flag stuff, like I definitely think that like right when we caught it, like we we manifested it. I feel. Yeah. Yeah, we called some of the things coronavirus, <laughs> the revolution. <laughs> You're saying we predicted that? I've been I've been calling it. Hey, you know what? Ant has been talking about a revolution since last year. I don't know if it was oh. related to like black like BLM or like, you know, like going into like police brutality. Yes. But like I remember last year specifically him talking about a revolution. But I mean, isn't there always a revolution going on? Like no? No. It's always something to protest about. Yeah. No, he was I think he was talking about the technology technological revolution like the next industrial revolution the fourth which is because of andrew yang 
Oh yeah, I remember that. Oh, he, so he Either was way. referring to this was a couple episodes ago when we were still looking at the primaries and who would be the democratic democratic nominee and you know points and he he brought up a good point about Andrew Yang being really on the topic of the fourth industrial revolution which is this technological advanced artificial intelligence but it wasn't this kind of revolution and i don't want to be known as the podcast who fucking guessed that shit would go down this bad like (laughs) hey i mean i'm down for the positives but i don't want to i don't want to predict the negatives you feel me i don't want our words to be cursed i don't want them to be cursed words you dig Whoa. Let them be wise words. Because <laughs> that's what we drop every week. <laughs> too soon, oh, too soon. <laughs> hey, chill, chill, chill. We got a whole docket, bro. We got a whole docket. <laughs> but I do think that was a cool fact. Um, it seems that every time we bring up something current, uh, you know, it is something that gets changed. And what that kind of shows is the quick adaptation that's happening in society. And it might be because of this new civil rights movement that's happening where a lot of the things we mention actually no, the natural disasters in themselves it's crazy man this 2020 just keeps getting more and more fucked up man it is and i know simon been seeing this simon been (laughs) like someone what what was it like someone said hey 2020 what you got and it's like a word no like basically somebody told 2020 i bet you won't and 2020 was like, motherfucker, you wait and see. <laughs> yeah, I got exactly- like I got more coming for you. It's like somebody dared 2020. Yeah, a lot of people were just kind of like, it's gonna be my year. 2020 was just kind of like Jordan laughing <laughs> in the background, like right. <laughs> yeah, and uh, yeah, I don't know how much worse it's gonna get. So let's let's predict uh-huh. good things. Let's predict yeah. COVID finally declining. To the point where vanishing or opening up now magically. Oh, you heard it here first. I Dude, predict I predict two things. One that I'm gonna become a multimillionaire and I will give you guys each three million dollars. It's on it's recorded, it's out there. Um I also predict that by the end of this year, we're gonna find a vaccine for coronavirus. I would love that to happen. Yeah, there are some companies already working on it, but they're planning to sell it for like thousands of dollars. Yeah, fuck that. So, no. Get your insurances ready. The revolution uh, should break and get those vaccines and distribute it to the masses. Oh, shit. Here we go. Headliner coming soon. <laughs> you heard it here first. <laughs> that is, a, that is a, a deep theory right there. Right. We're just going to overpower these corporations. Yes. Yes. I'm all for it. Power in numbers. Yes. Power Where do I sign up? Put me in, coach. Let's start the petition. By the way, I've been hearing that change.org, which is where a lot of petitions, is not actually a reputable site that most of the money that goes to them in terms of donations actually is used for organizations that go against causes. I read that somewhere. So just be careful oh. where you donate your money. Make sure you're donating it to the proper channels. Make sure it gets to the right people. Always make sure the GoFundMes you do, you donate to are for the proper organizations and peoples. Okay, don't be fooled out here. Yep. People and if you ever if you ever confused, uh, the Venmo Simon Bois. Um, it goes to a really great cotton. No, I'm just fucking. <laughs> 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 
goes to my uh, gaming. <laughs> my gaming fun. Um, yeah, it is pretty crazy. Um, that's that's nuts that people. So are those um, like GoFunds, GoFundMe's, and all of that? Is it hosted by like one person, or is it like a like a company that hosts those? Do you know? What do you mean, like? Like, where does the okay, money go to? I'm change.org. Is it like my personal Venmo account, or is it like? Yeah, I mean it's the corporation's account, whatever they want to link it to. Okay. So yeah, it could go to a, a PayPal or some shit that donates to like Trump organizations and shit. So yeah, just be careful. That's all I'm saying. Do your research. You don't want to feel. You don't want to feel like an idiot, like you. I did this past week. Why? Why? Why did you feel like an idiot? What happened? What happened? Idiot. <laughs> this is one of the only times you will hear the soundboard guy booing himself. But I deserve it because I have failed you, the listeners, you, my friends, just everybody in this whole world, all eight billion of us. I think it's eight billion. Last week on the Down in the Basement podcast, episode 106, Getting messed up. Getting old is messed up. Not getting messed up. You don't want to do meth, by the way. Anthony Unless was not yet. Not yet. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Side note, after I listened to that episode again, I realized that I actually met some guys a couple years ago that I was in line at a movie and I was with some friends and they they were mutual friends with my friend and they were telling me everything that anthony was saying but like the with the opposite ideology like i'm the youngest i've ever been now so i should just do all the drugs i can and try everything before i die and some shit like that like these guys literally confessed that they did meth they wanted to do heroin they've done like hella different drugs and i was like damn maybe i should hook him up with anthony when he's 70. <laughs> um why wait <laughs> just playing. why wait yolo right <laughs> but ladies and gentlemen listening to this podcast i want to sincerely apologize for i have i feel like a fool yes a jester the jester of all jesters the king jester for last week i made kanye west my shout out of the week and this week he has just failed me miserably <laughs> if you did not hear Kanye West, husband to Kim Kardashian West, father to North Saint, and I forgot the other West. Uh, Chicago. 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 Chicago and West. And Psalm. There's another one? There's yeah, they have four. Dude, I cannot keep up with I can't keep up with the Kardashians, man. It's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Kanye has decided to become even more of a clown. Just putting on more makeup because this week he's just done a bunch of shit. So if you didn't know, first of all, one of the biggest headlines was Kanye decided that he was going to announce his bid for presidency. That's right. He tweeted that the system has to change and that he will be running for president. If you vote for Kanye West, you are a fool. He doesn't. He, there's no way he can win. There's well, no. That's no. what we said about Trump. 
<laughs> okay, but he, but he actually did the paperwork. Like Kanye doesn't hasn't even done the paperwork. No, he hasn't. So it's okay. not like he literally can't be president. Like even if he, even if he gets voted by the popular vote, it still doesn't matter because he won't be part of the electoral college decision. So at the end of the day, it's like it doesn't matter. Um, what what party is Kanye, he running? Uh, independent. independent. Yeah. Um, a vote for Kanye is a vote for Trump, in my opinion. This man is just trying to get the votes away from the Democratic nominees. He's trying to mm. help out Trump because look at the statistics. During his presidency, who has really flourished? The Kardashians and Kanye. Kanye just became a billionaire during this presidency. Kim became a billionaire. Kylie Jenner, billionaire. They're Allegedly. all prospering right now. Yeah, because some shit came out where, like, her thing act it wasn't actually worth a billion. It was her but mom. Was it her mom? I, I yeah. thought it was just, like, the, the company that they that they got by, bought out by Cody wasn't actually paying them that much or, like, they lied on their finances. Something like yeah. that. Yeah, and it's mostly, like, her mom because her mom's still, like, their manager. Okay. Well, so, hey, yeah. you, you know what they say. Fake it till you make it. <laughs> right and they're fake as fuck but they're very pretty well yeah i mean what do you expect when you put all that much money into being i know you're not you're not ugly you're just poor <laughs> you know what that is a really what? like humbling it's actually encouraging also you're not ugly i'm you're not ugly poor. it's just i don't have money to look nice <laughs> yeah. no um honestly the whole kanye thing dude man i'm tired of like voting for celebrities become the president of the united states like have we not learned our lesson that's just the way i see it man like nobody here right is going to call their accountant to come fix their fucking electricity right nobody here was gonna call a fucking i don't know a cabinet maker to fix your toilet, right? Like, I mean, there are certain roles and certain positions you need to be in to have a certain occupation. And this occupation, which happens to be the most important occupation in the world, I would say, one of them, one of them is like, can't it just be by any random person, right? Like, what experience does Kanye have to be running for president? True. Like, what? No experience. So like yeah, I don't know. That's, that's why I feel like a fool for giving him a shout out, even though I thought his whole Gap brand thing was cool. Not only that, but he also actually received a multi-million dollar loan as part of the COVID stimulus package for the Yeezy company brand. When, if you think about it, why the fuck does a billionaire need millions of dollars from a loan from the government? in order to keep their 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 company going like there's so many small businesses out here that are suffering that actually need this money and instead of giving it to them you go and give it to a fucking billionaire how does that make sense yep that yeah. may be the government's fault just as much but like even the fact that this fool applied for that fucking loan is shady as fuck you don't need that shit give it back i haven't heard of news of him giving it back 
like some of the other companies did. I think Chick-fil-A or the Shake Shack was one of them and like other shit like that. But like, bro, like we are in such a tough time right now, but we keep buying. We keep saving the fucking rich. And I hate it. That's true. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. You really start to see the government's true colors. Sorry, go, Ellie. No, the other day I was talking to my best friend and we were talking about um, Vanessa Guillen. And then we were also talking about, we talked about um, Jeffrey Epstein's documentary on Netflix. And I guess she kind of had the realization like, wow, like the government really doesn't care about us. And then I have known this. I, I know that the government doesn't care about us. I don't. They don't care about minorities. They don't care about women. They don't care about LGBTQ. And then recently, we have now seen that they don't care about their own military service members, where literally a woman was killed on base and the family went to Fort Hood to ask questions and they just gave them the runaround. So we've seen, especially now over and over, how marginalized people just, they don't care. So... And I, I don't know if I said this before, but on the podcast, but if you have power, no, if you have money, money equals power. And if you have that, you'll be accepted in this country. If you don't have that, then we have now seen that the government really gives two shits about you. Like they don't care and they don't. And I'm all for the revolution. Sign me up. But I agree with Ricky. I'm sick and tired of seeing so much people, like people who are just wealthy, just literally get away with murder. And I'm over it. I'm done. The rich get richer. That's the story. Yep, the story that continues to continue. <laughs> capitalism. Welcome to capitalism. Oh, welcome to capitalism. That's what we get. Yes, but while capitalism continues i should be privatized more <laughs> informed and not so quick to give shout outs to the week to people who don't fucking deserve them, mr west god damn it i was trusting in you i thought you were anti-trump now you pull this shit you made me look like a clown a payaso straight up so i just want to apologize to all the listeners out there you know i, I would retract it if i could I thought he was doing some good bars, but yeah, it looks like that's that's what's happening. You got to go back now and edit uh, episode one hundred six, <laughs> and then you got to repost it now because hey, you know that's hey, in, this, <laughs> in this era of cancel culture. You know what? We have to learn to learn from our mistakes Ooh. and just be accountable for it. Accountability. Ooh. I am holding myself accountable. I am taking myself to homie court. Ooh. Yes, I, I, I take myself to homie court for, uh, you know, messing up, but I'm learning, you know, I won't be so quick to give shout out to the week until people really, because even I always knew Kanye was, was low key shady, which is why I canceled him for a, for a moment. But, you know, I, I had a little bit of hope from him and he took it away again. So took myself but also, to court. really quick. I'm going to be your defend your defendant or what is it called? I'm going to be your public. I don't need no goddamn defense. Right? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, I wasn't going to. Pro- well, let's let's 
let's be real. Like last week's shout out of the week, right? It, it did have to do with him basically creating more affordable wear for people by partnering with Gap. Now, whether I, I mean, I guess it does kind of cancel it because he did get a million dollar or multi million dollar loan uh, from the COVID stimulus package to, to boost that. I don't know. We'll see. Um, yeah, Kanye is. I, I think he deserves like low-key honorary shit show just because like bro i don't want to hear that you're running for president I, that's for me i, I don't, i'm done with that i think we've yeah. already seen what happens when we put people in power who don't deserve power so yeah who what man should have all that power right hey he said it himself, he said it himself. <laughs> right mm, it's time to empower it's time to really inspire. raise the voice. inspire and uh the NFL is trying to do that in a way, actually. Oh, what are um, they doing? What are they doing? The NFL is playing a black national anthem. Yes, sir. So it looks like the NFL is going to be playing what is considered the black national anthem at first football games. And again, this comes in reaction to the Black Lives Matter movement. And especially the NFL, how Roger Goodell, he also openly said sorry that their football players who are predominantly black can stand up for their civil rights and freedom of speech and condone police brutality. So it looks like the NFL is trying to do some good rather than some harm and play, I believe it's called Lift Every Voice and Sing, which is traditionally known as a black national anthem. It is expected to be performed live or played before every NF uh, before every week one. I don't know football, so I don't know what that means. But before every week one, there's only one week one though. Well, apparently that's what. They're doing. <laughs> well, from Dude, now on, pretty much. Um, I thought that the I mean they should just play like the keep it shuffle or something, bro, because that <laughs> literally gets everybody going. <laughs> I never heard of the I ne I haven't heard the the black national anthem. Um, mm -hmm. I mean maybe I'm failing myself and my people, but I haven't heard it. But I don't think that I don't. So I think I, we talked about it last time, right? The NFL is trying. Well, I don't even want to call it trying, right? But they are have made minor. We're gonna call them adjustments, right? We're gonna call them adjustments, um, to try to kind of show face for a lot of the stuff that they did last year and the years before that, right? Like yeah. the Kaepernick situation and um, just in general, like when players wanted to kneel and not showing them or giving them the opportunity to do so without being like penalized by somehow. But I mean, so what? Like they, they played a national anthem. Like what, is, what does that do? How about we listen to it? Let's play it real quick. This All is right. lift, lift Every Voice and Sing uh, um, off of YouTube.com for We Do Not Want to Get Copyright. So uh, let me play it. Shout out, not a sponsor. Somebody, I think. Yeah. 
So listen, see what happens when you take black people out of the anthems? You see what it sounds like? Did you hear the difference between this and our regular American anthem? That's just, yeah, there's that, rhythm. That soul, there was soul. There was rhythm. <laughs> like, hey, that, that hit. It felt that like hit. I was at church. Like, black hey, church. Right? Like, that hit. <laughs> yeah. I've always wanted to go to a black church. Oh, they're awesome. I love black churches. Like Southern Baptist, like the whole like experience kind of like yeah. choir going off and yeah. like, like crip walking on stage. I my mom yeah, my mom had a friend who was black. My mom had a friend who was black when I was little and we would go to her church. And what? are they not anymore? Are they Well, no, this was like when I was little. Like I would just go. Like we would go with her. And we went to a black church. And it was just so awesome. And like it lasted a really long time. And then after the service, everyone goes to like the back of the church or something. And they gave us like food. Like they gave us food and then they gave us food to like take home. Yeah. And it was just like, like at what? church? Yes, at church. Like at like uh, at, um, a Catholic church, we just get like the little cracker and the wine. But at a black church, they give us like food. To leave, like to go. Oh, I'm telling you, black uh, churches. Hey, it's a ceremony slash cookout. Yeah. Like, what? <laughs> yeah, I love Liddy. Yeah. It was the first time I tried peanut butter cocoa puffs. What? Peanut butter what? cocoa puffs. Yeah, they gave me a whole box, and they're like, I "Yeah, take it." Butter. And I'm like, oh, "What?" <laughs> that, honestly, I, that was the first time I heard the Black National Anthem. Um, yeah, I think it slaps. Uh, What's your thought? You think it slaps? You think I think it slaps. Feel it? You think it should be played before the games? I mean, again, I'm for any type of quote unquote. I'm gonna call it this adjustments that the anybody who was against kind of publicly showing their support for Black Lives or people of color in general. Um, I'm I'm for it. I love it. Um, but like, do I feel like this is? I just don't want to give off the thought that okay, cool, you guys did this. Thank you. We're good. Like it's not, you know what I mean? Like yeah. I want to be able to see players, you know, not I, like, you know what my thought is, is what happens when they play this and, you know, cause they're obviously going to play both anthems and what happens when people don't, you know, black people don't want to stand for their American anthem. They want to stand for this one. Then what happens, right? Like what, what, what a uh, roadblock are we going to get to there? So we'll wait and see what the American people have to bring for us <laughs> and <laughs> everyone. Uh, but yeah, it slaps though, man. I love it. Like the lyrics are very. It just has rhythm, bro. Like it's just, it's not missing. Like soul, it's not plain. It's not stale. No, I'm just kidding. Our American anthem is stale. (laughs) I think the American anthem was also written by a racist somewhere. Probably. I think the the whole anthem has some like shady shit into it. I don't know. Maybe I'm just trying to make everything like fucking. Conspiracy bag, Ricky. Oh, racial. Yeah. Revolution. I mean, that's usually ant, but you know what I mean? Like, I'm very, um, like, all about unity and peace. My yeah, brother. Yeah, that's why <laughs> he set up fights. That's why he set up fights when he was younger. 
That was only to see who would be the best protector. Ooh. <laughs> a really good answer, by the way. This motherfucker has such a way with words, bro. <laughs> you gotta test him. Wait, I'm just looking up the, the lyrics for the national anthem. You guys, Did you guys know that there's more after And the Home of the Brave? Yes, yeah, there's a I'm part that was racist, like right? censored out for oh being my God. racist. What? What does it say? It just says, as fitfully blows, half conceals, half discloses. Now it catches the gleam of the morning's first beam and full glory reflected now shines in the stream. All right, now sing it. Now play. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you pretty much just sing it how everybody else sings it right now anyway. So. <laughs> oh, my um, God. It says, it says, no refuge could save the, the hireling and slave. From the terror of flight and the gloom of the grave. What? Yeah, we should. We should like, you know, can we just switch it to like the black national anthem? (laughs) Every voice and sing unity. And then conquer we must when our cause it is just, and this be our motto in God we trust. Yeah, I I don't know how I feel about our national anthem. You heard it here. Change the national anthem. The national anthem will be changed. <laughs> the black <Boom>. national anthem. <laughs> Yo, did, yeah. you guys, did you guys hear about the crazy-ass militia that happened in Georgia over 4th of July? Yes. Crazy. You tell. So, if in case y'all didn't know, in Stone Mountain, Georgia, there is a notorious spot known to be the headquarters for the KKK. Now, Georgia's in the south. How them southerners, there is a lot of racism within that part of the country. And in Georgia, it just so happens that it is predominantly white. A lot of people there known to be white supremacists. Well, on 4th of July, America's Independence Day, which I personally didn't celebrate, to be honest. Um, yeah, Ellie gave the air quotes. Independence, right? Who's really independent? Uh, let's be honest, it's white people. Um, did any of y'all set off some fireworks? No. Yeah, I did. Dude, I just yeah. love blowing shit up, bro. That's just I'm, gl- I'm glad. I'm glad you admitted it, Simon, because I saw that shit. That shit was wild, bro. Hey, listen. They said that we can uh, blow up fireworks, bro. My whole block was out there saying thank you to us. We put a. Hey, I don't know if I'm snitching. Am I snitching on myself right now? Yeah, tell them where you live. Okay, yo, city, state, zip. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I blew shit up, bro. I just, I love fireworks. I will, I will use any holiday to blow some shit up. I think it's just fun. Nothing beats EDC fireworks, though. Nothing. Nothing. EDC fireworks are on a whole different level. But I kind of saw a glimpse of that on uh, on your story. It was yeah, crazy. we were popping some off. Some people were popping off, and it was crazy, man. Like, I really thought those were legit. Like, I had to show people because it was sick. Yeah. But uh, not to digress, over 4th of July weekend, while some people were busy popping off, other people decided to pop off in a different way with some assault rifles. That's right. The biggest black militia, the um, Not Fucking Around Coalition, NFAC, (laughs) 
decided to come to Stone Mountain, Georgia and call out the KKK. That's right. You got you guys got to see videos of this because just this huge group of black men and women marching together like an army well formed. They 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 had been practicing this. You could tell they they came with a plan. They marched into uh Georgia went to the to the to the supposed KKK headquarters and called out white supremacists. They uh, this guy on a was really memorable to me was this guy got on a megaphone and he was like, "You've been intimidating us. You've been threatening us. Well, now we here. We pulled up to your house. So what the fuck are you gonna do?" And mm. man, when I tell you that shit was just so fucking powerful to me, bro, I was like, "God damn." This, this is the America that I can see being proud of. You feel me? People standing up for what's right. Saying that if you really want the smoke come out, because we, we loaded up, you would see everybody here. And now when I mean the largest militia, this was bigger than the Black Panthers. This was literally a sight to behold because this is them saying, yo, we're not going to take this shit no more. With all of these hangings, with all of these murders, this the fucking police not even tripping on KKK rallies and like all this bullshit, man. It's so nice to see people of color got their fucking back, man. Black people got their own. They said we will protect our own if people aren't gonna protect us. They pulled up, no one decided to do anything, which hey, that's good. We don't wanna see people get murdered. Nope. And I think that's like the point of it, right? It's to send a message. And the message is we ain't scared. Like, you know what? You guys roam your streets and you guys want to put out this um, message that, you know, you guys are better than us. Well, guess what? We're here in your house, at your home, in front of your door, telling you that we're the same. And we can do exactly what you're doing. And what's up? Check the disrespect. Shout Check out to... the disrespect. Yes, sir. Yeah, I love Anthony it. was there, too. He was marching with... <laughs> and was leading the line check the disrespect he was, he was leading the chant yep that's a good he protest was to, slogan he, he was trying to set up a fight between the KKK and the militia he was like alright right, three minute rounds three box minute rounds box it out hey man I was talking with my homie about this the other day man like motherfuckers should just fight fuck guns let people fight bro like people are scared like, to do that nowadays bro I think it's they don't want to lose if they lose right and there's only one way you know that you're not going to lose right which is fucked up and stupid but i would love you know what like now especially now like i'm always wary of because like the whole check the disrespect thing right it used to be a way like all right somebody disrespects me cool i'm gonna punch you in your fucking face or i'm gonna like it's not gonna just escalate to that point right away right but i mean there's a certain level of okay this words are not gonna you know fix resolve this issue and you know, my fist will have to, like, you know, either you feel uh, threatened some way or somehow, but it's hard to, like, act on that threat, like, when you don't know what could happen after, like, you don't know who's packing, you don't know what the possibilities could be, it's crazy. They'll sue your ass to, to fucking rock bottom, they'll jail dox time, you. like, they can deport you. If they'll you dox you, yeah. Like, yeah. Dude, there should be, you. there should be, like, a public UFC, like, um, like organization that allows you to invite somebody to fight 
there's like a the there's a bully beatdown that was a show i think it was on spike Ooh. where um yeah, ufc but... fighters would would fight bullies not like imagine like legally you can say all right cool i would love to fight this person and like somehow a middleman allows you to invite the party and if that person accepts and signs yeah. then you guys can get into a ring and just like straight up duke so them out come up to them and be like do you quarrel sir quarrel yeah. would you, <laughs> would you... <laughs> do you bite your thumb at me sir i, I do bite my <laughs> thumb sir but i that don't bite dope. my thumb at you sir yeah that'd be sick yeah, dude, I, I agree with you, Ricky. I wish uh, you can just throw shit down with people. And, you know, I found out, and a lot of, like, like, I used to fight with my cousins all the time, and, like, we used to go at it with words, and, like, there's never a, a settle between that. I feel like when you just, you know, duke them out real quick, then you just kind of like, all right, bro, we're good. Like, words, we don't have to talk anymore. It's just kind of one of those things where we let it out, the aggression is gone, now let's just coexist let's chill yeah yeah let's just coexist you know like we if you beat my ass i'm probably not going to want to have another conversation with you <laughs> you know what i mean and if you win you know depending on who you are you know you're not going to want to go back for for more so duke them out man that would be a great business venture maybe we should discuss it down in the basement <laughs> <ring side. laughs> yeah it was a conversation i had with a homie we were working out and um it was just like, man, like some people do deserve to get their ass whooped, you know, and like if they're down to throw down, then like just let them throw hands. Now, we don't want nobody dead. We don't want nobody permanently injured. But some people are just shady, bro. And I seen videos of people like attacking like food vendors. And it's just like, why? You feel me? Like, it just doesn't make sense. So in those cases, like maybe someone that just wants to stand up for the innocent, you know, to bullies like we were talking about earlier, like. If someone wants to stand up to these bullies, like, and the other persons are down, like, or 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 they deserve some type of street justice like that, that kind of brings up another topic that um, was going on because recently, so over over basically the the Fourth of July, there was a there was a lot of deaths, there was a lot of shooting deaths, especially in Chicago, New York, kids. Um, yeah, especially the little kids, dude. It was wild. Um, and in an era where we're over here chanting defund the police, you know, you know, take money away from them. We don't need all these fucking cops. Like, when shit like this does happen in your hood, like, you need to say this shit. Like, it's not snitching. It's accountability. You feel me? Like, you shouldn't try and protect people that are out here doing your neighborhood shady killing people like that's not snitching bro people if they do some some shady ass shit like that like they deserve to get in trouble and recently ti uh he retweeted or he shared some a post on his story that was from another well-known artist i believe i don't know who it was if i'm being honest with you but i remember listening to what he said and it was just some real ass shit about you know people out here thinking they real but by you not saying shit not holding them accountable you're not fucking real you're letting them destroy the community you're letting them kill innocent people that's not real ass shit you're not real because you don't want to snitch on them tell me about them like if like we'll get street justice done 
we can't be saying defund the police but not hold our own accountable. It starts in your community. What we got to do is start protecting our own. If you hear some shit, you tell me, me and my crew will come through and handle it. Street justice. And, and I was having this conversation where sometimes street justice is necessary because our own justice system doesn't get it done sometimes. Rest in peace to Breonna Taylor. Right? Rest in peace to, to more people that haven't been getting justice out here because this fucking system is, 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 is screwed. Sometimes street justice is necessary. Yeah. He, I have, like, this theory, bro. Like, I think, I wish, if I was to create my own justice system, I feel whatever crime you do should be done back to you. Whatever you put into this world should be what you get out of it. An eye for you an eye. You want to go? An yeah, eye straight eye. up, bro. Like, people say you can't fight fire with fire. I understand that. But the thing is, if you blow fire, you should get burned. That's just literally the way I see it. And, like, for you, if you want to go out and kill somebody, bro, you actually get done up, too. I mean, and it's maybe that's a aggressive way to look at it, but hey, man, it, like you said, if you if you're that evil, you should not be able to get the chance or opportunity to do it again. All right. So, what do y'all think about this street justice? I don't know. See, I'm all about it. But are you saying like we should like strap up and take matters into our own hands if things were to go down in our neighborhood and? Like, we shouldn't call the cops? Or should we call the cops? What I'm saying is, bro, sometimes even when you call the cops, shit, don't, shit doesn't get worked out. Sometimes there's whole-ass videos. Sometimes there's fucking shit that happened. Like, like this whole Breonna Taylor situation, bro. These cops are still roaming the fucking street. I think the issue with street justice, and this is where it comes down to it, is justice at, at that point becomes it's like the eye, like the eye of the beholder, right? Whoever sees fit is what what is justice is going to be able to do that. And if that was the case, bro, it'd be fucking mayhem as well. It, I mean, literally, like if I thought some yeah. guy disrespected me because he looked at me crazy, hey, motherfuckers, we got to go do justice. Like you know what I mean? Like it would it would get out of hand. It, it it's yeah. I just think that like I don't think. The term there was, or I guess the point there was to like not call cops or anything. It's just more of like there has to be a compromise between the both, right? It's not fuck the police. It's not, no, it is fuck the police. It's not like fucking get rid of police and like everybody does their own justice because that would cause a different issue in itself. Um, but I, I think that obviously re, re taking a look back at our laws and how it affects a certain kind or hinders a certain kind is like definitely where. We, that's how we fix this. Like, is that going to be today? Is it going to be in this generation? Probably not. I, I don't know. But I just know that the conversation of us and everybody who, who kind of keeps going into it is what's going to continue that to be changed. But yeah, man, uh, street justice, I think it applies to certain things. I don't think it applies to all things because this might get a little crazy. I'm going to try... I'm going to try my very best not to talk fast because when I get impassioned, I just go and I just don't stop. But I think similar to what Simon is saying, I don't know if I would call it like street justice because I, when I hear that, I just think like what Anthony said, like, oh, does that mean we just strap up and we look out for our own, like our own, like myself and it my family? Be. It might be. I don't necessarily think we should take 
get to that extreme. I think when I think of police and law enforcement, I feel like that group should come and defend the defenseless. That is not what we have right now. And you said it, Ricky. You said sometimes we have video and we have actual facts that where justice does not get carried out. So we do need to restructure the whole system of police and policing and quote unquote, that justice system, right? Who actually receives justice and who are police actually protecting? What communities are they actually going into? I do feel like, and I'll share this incident that happened, I believe it was Monday, Sunday night, Monday morning, where there was like a lady that was just like screaming in front of my house. And our neighbor's dog was just like barking. He was just barking. And then I noticed I woke up, it was around three in the morning and I woke up and there was just a lady, like she, there wasn't some, there was something wrong with her. Um, She had a cart and there were a lot of things in her cart and she was just walking up and down the street. And then she started crying and she started wailing. Like she was screaming and crying and fighting with the dog that was yelling or barking at her. And then I noticed that our neighbors, they turned on their porch lights. And then the next morning, we kind of like talked and I said, here's my number because my neighbors have kids. And I said, here's my number. Just in case something happens, we can all text each other. The police did come. Nothing was ever done. They didn't find the lady. They did not remove the cart that was left in the middle of my street. Um, No one got her. No flashing lights happened. Literally, it was just police drove by and they shined their lights at our windows, at our houses. And that didn't make me feel safe. And I was just like, oh, of course, nothing's going to happen. Because in instances of looking out for one another, we should also have a system in place where someone comes in to deal with matters of mental health issues. And I didn't call the police because I was just worried for the safety of this lady. So, but we all, my neighbors, we all kind of just came together and I said, here's our number. We don't ever talk to each other. I said this before, where we kind of just all keep to ourselves, but in a way it's looking out for one another. But when it comes to police, I know I'm not the type of person to call the police, especially now in these times, just because I wouldn't feel that they would take care of this lady. Um, yeah. I like, I feel like, yeah, that, that's, that's a really good point. Um, it, it's just, hard for us because they're supposed to uphold the law and the laws what needs to be changed so that way the laws can you know reflect I everybody have, i have like this thing and i i think i saw it on the on the tiktok r.i.p might get taken down but anyway um <laughs> where say it again police are law enforcement meaning they enforce the law so wouldn't you think someone who's out there enforcing the law should have a law degree like that's just a random thought out there like don't you think good idea they should at least have a law degree in order to enforce the law true i don't know just a radical thought out there that's crazy i mean if i want to i want to be a doctor and get paid like one but i don't want to go to school for it you know what i mean like yeah exactly (laughs) exactly 
And what you think? I know that you had uh, like a point about like the whole street justice and everything, and we kind of cut cut you off with all of our takes on it. But how do you feel about like the whole street justice thing and and that? Yeah, I think being in a, in the U.S., you would need to kind of be strapped up. Like it's really good to exercise your Second Amendment right because everybody is going to be talking, exercising their First Amendment right and talking smack. So. <laughs> You know, and yeah, either that or just have everybody fight, but that's not going to happen. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's because like, yeah, like if you live downtown where it's kind of like high crime, right? And you see something shady going on in your neighborhood. Are you going to call the cops or are you going to deal with that yourself? You know I, would, I, would, I would turn a blind eye. Really? Nah, hell no. And what's happening in your block? Is that what you're asking? I'm just saying, like, if something shady is going on in your block, are you going to be gonna calling call the cops? cops? Or, or are you depends on what it is. Are you going to handle it? Depends on what it is. Like, let's say the damn neighbors keep taking your lemons and they keep <laughs> leaving their trash oh, in your property. Personal. <laughs> No, or or like I don't know, like um. No, that's a really good point. Just that's, that's something that's, you gotta handle. The police isn't gonna come and handle that shit. Come on, dog. Well, no, but li- listen though. What if he? Okay, what if he takes that street justice that we're talking about? He goes over there, wrapped up, and just shit's says, hey. on their front door. Okay, but okay, is that justice then? Like, do you think uh, that's that justice? Was a, that was hyperbole. <clears throat> oh, okay, okay, okay. Oh, <laughs> but like. What if you see? What if you see like domestic violence, right? Yeah. Like, what if you, on the hear, you hear your neighbors get loud sometimes. Well, it's Ellie, I have been in the situation where Anthony and I were riding our bikes, and I witnessed we were witnessing domestic abuse. This guy was like yelling at his girl, saying some shit, and you know what I did? I didn't call the fucking cops. I said, "Yo, what the fuck are you doing?" I called him out on his shit. And I and I st- and I stayed there while Anthony was like not wanting any problems. He was like, "No, Ricky, let's just go." I said, "Nah, fuck that. This fool's trying to start some shit. I'm gonna stay here to make sure she's good." And I stayed there and I was like, "Yo, you good? Like, what's going on? Like, what the? F- why you fucking bugging? Boo, boo, boo." He was he was like, "No, she's just drunk. All this shit." And I'm like, "Look, man, like you y'all can't be doing this shit out and about. Cause if you do this in front of me, like." That's not gonna stand with me. You feel me? It's like a night out downtown. I don't. I don't. You know? I don't. I don't stand for that domestic abuse shit. Mm-hmm. I don't. No, you hit a woman. That's nah. No, easy. All sure. right, he didn't hit Only, her. They were just getting loud. He was about to though. In the it looked street, like he was going it, to. It looked like a, a personal problem that they gotta talk amongst yeah. themselves. And if he, and if y'all gonna have a personal problem, then have it behind closed doors. Because if it starts exactly like escalating, like shit's gonna happen. And you're out in public, like there are some people that aren't gonna stand for that. And maybe that's the type of street justice that I'm talking about where yep. we gotta look out for each other. I if agree. I'm in trouble on the street, I don't want you to call the cops because the cops come late. By then I could be yeah. dead. Yeah, yeah, of course. I agree. I think this I would rather justice- you come out and like record shit and like or like at least make yourself visible like don't be one of those fucking pedestrians that just watch from afar and don't do shit that is literally a psychological thing that is fucked up with people they see some bad shit happening 
This happened in some like thing back in the day where some girl was literally getting assaulted and killed and there was a crowd of people around her and no one decided to do anything and they and they dubbed that the bystander effect. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck that. But at the same time, it doesn't like for me, bro. Like it's not even about like the recording thing. Like the recording thing is like like you you only have to record something so you can show about what happened after the fact it happened, right? Like why not just be like like stand up to it? Like if you see like like you did, right? You saw that situation where homeboy was yelling at his girl. Like be the voice until like you know it it gets to that point where you have to take action on it, right? But like. It doesn't mean street justice is not like, oh, you know, grab your straps and walk around town like you're the fucking sheriff, right? It just means more of like, hey, you see something, you call it out. If you see somebody's in trouble, like, you know, just pulling out your phone ain't enough. You're, you're pulling out your phone is not enough. Can be. Sometimes well, it can be mm. in this era where there's cancel culture and people are fucking wilding and you get their ass on camera, their asses get fucking calmed down because they'll know you'll ruin their goddamn life understood but like that whole cancel culture really became a thing just recently right like we started not we but like people's lives started getting ruined when they started doing fuck shit like really recently like it, it was you know people have been caught on camera doing a lot of stuff back in the day and oh wow they just got caught on camera so yeah man um i think i think it just comes down to street justice being like um what's the word i'm looking for just like an agreement it's like a nonverbal agreement yeah, it's, it's looking out for each other. For example, if you see someone get killed out on the street, you tell someone, you tell the cops, you tell, if you don't want to tell the cops, tell tell someone who cares about that neighborhood who's out looking for those pre those people. Tell the family. Like, you're not a fucking snitch. You are holding people accountable for the shit that they fucking did. That's what I'm saying. Be there for people. If it's your hood, man, if, like, shit happens in my hood, I want to make sure that this shit doesn't go wrong because my, my my family lives here. I need to make sure that my hood is good before I can go. Like, I can't ignore it. I can't just call the cops. The cops aren't going to do anything. They don't know my fucking hood. You know what I mean? Like, that's all I mean is, like, let's have each other's back. You see people, like, having problems, tell them to take that shit inside. You see people, like, like... You know, like, just arguing, like, the fuck you arguing about? Either square up and get it done, make sure, and be there to, like, to regulate, right? If people really having issues on the street, hey, you know, if it's two guys, settle it like men, square up. Hey, but as soon as one of them goes down, I'm jumping in and protecting that guy, not to beat the other guy. I'm not jumping him, but I'm going to be like, yo, he's good. You, you won, right? What else do you need? And it's just that accountability, bro. Like, I feel like if people just were more accountable like that, like, that's that's when we wouldn't need all these investments in the police that everybody thinks we need. That's why the police are armed to the teeth. That's why they got shotguns in their cars. That's why they got, like, riot gear and shit. It's like, nah, man, like, like we can handle some shit, you know? We're not going to handle everything. That's why the police should be there. You're right. It's to help the defenseless. Yep. Right. Like, but they shouldn't be called until like, shit's like dumbass crazy. Man, like, if it's a homeless lady or like a crazy lady that was happening on your street, Elizabeth, we gotta call someone who could just like come talk to her. I went right? outside, but I couldn't find her because she went around the corner. Would you have talked to her? 
Um, probably not. It sounded like La Llorona, to be honest. I don't know if I would talk. <laughs> yeah, bro. See, like, I'm like, I don't like. Listen, if you, if I see you outside and you talking to the dogs and you you carrying around a cart and it's like, let me tell you, the light or there is no none in the sky, like, this may be a scene from like Thirteen Ghosts, and I'm just listen. Black people, we should we don't get killed by things like that because we I, stay inside. <laughs> I also took into account like my own safety because I don't know this lady, and it was like three in the morning. And also, I know where I stand. I know that I probably wouldn't be the best person to step into situations because you guys have male privilege, and I don't. So I also have Nailed to acknowledge that. So like, let's say if you're going to get in, like you're, you're going to step in, up into a fight or something, they're most likely not going to fight you and they're most likely going to fight me because I'm still Ooh. a girl. Who is? Or just like any scenario, like Ricky was saying with the woman or the guy who was verbally assaulting this woman. Uh-huh. So if he's verbally assaulting her and perhaps they're in a relationship I'm just a stranger. If he's going to do something to her, I can only imagine what he would do to me if I were to step in. But if well, you're like, protected, it, maybe you can protect I yourself. No. What if, you have some, what if you got some pepper spray? Boom. But I think also it comes but down you to should, like, by the way, Ellie. And if you don't, I don't see how we can get you one. Hey, I, everybody, I, um, everybody donate to the We The Basement Venmo. <laughs> no, <laughs> set I, one up. I, I hope that one day I get to live in a world where Adam wouldn't need pepper spray. Yeah, but let's that, be realistic. We do live in a world realistic that thinking. Is... I I hope so. No, well, that's a until, utopia that will never happen. Well, until that so. happens, you should be prepared. And I think for for like in that situation, and maybe you're a lady who's listening to this, right? And you're just kind of like, what do I do in those situations that you're helpful? There's there's gonna be guys around you. There's gonna be more people. Maybe it's harder for one person to be, you know, to defend this one, you know, lady if. We're going to use that scenario in that case. Make it be known what's happening and more people are going to get there. And it takes a village, right, to raise a child. And kind of using that same um, logic is like, I'm sure that dude's not going to be acting up if there's five or six or seven people who are out there like, dude, what the fuck you doing? You know, like, regardless if they're all women or if they're, you know, one guy and six girls or whatever the ratio may be. I think that the more, like, it gets noticed, like, the less it's probably going to happen. I know every girl should have pepper spray. Yes. Honestly, every fucking guy should too. Everybody should have a means to defend themselves. I want bare knuckles or brass knuckles. Bare knuckles. <laughs> I already got them, bro. No, I want I want brass knuckles, but they're illegal because you could fuck someone up with them. But yep. um, a taser or pepper spray, Ellie, you definitely need one of these. I've been telling my girl this shit too. Like everybody should have this shit. Especially like, and I, yo, I'm a big advocate for like, I told my girl this, yo, if you ever see me getting into a fight and I'm losing, don't jump in, pepper spray that motherfucker. <laughs> like, 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 I do not want you jumping in, but definitely spray his ass because we out. Like, so Ricky, every, like, what I'm hearing from you is that you want your girl to get uh, pepper spray for you, not for, not for, not, <laughs> not for her first and foremost. <laughs> no, I actually got no. my mom and sister this flashlight taser. Yep. It looks like a flashlight, but on the other end, or actually on the rim of like where the light goes, it's also a taser. It's fucking wild. But I'm saying, yo, like we all it? need protection. Not on myself, bro. I'm not that brave. Like, yeah, try it, dude. Oh, you're you're wild. 
Well, how do you know if it works? It works. (laughs) Let me try it on you, bro. What's up? Yeah, bring it over one time. For real? We'll take time. Ooh, we'll do a we'll do a drinking game. Oh fuck you guys! Don't invite me. (laughs) That Uh uh-uh. Come on, bro. You're not down. Shocking. Uh, Let's try it once, dude. Yeah, you know what? How about this? When you're 70 and you're trying all the other stuff, <laughs> I don't want to get tasered when I'm 70. I don't want to get tasered. like revived. Yeah, you'll spark up your life. Yeah. Oh yeah, that, that's, that's what we get a heart to, attack. That's, that's, that's what we're gonna use to bring you back from all the heroin, bro. We're gonna be like clear, boom, <laughs> taser him. <laughs> he back. Yeah. But that's all I'm saying, man. Like. Like Ellie, like like, like male like male privilege. You were saying like, I think it's more of an intimidation factor, and but you're right. Like, but if you, I'm saying if you do want to be that voice, I'm saying be that fucking voice, right? But yeah, know know that people can be, they can be. What's the word I'm looking for? They could just be malicious. spontaneous. They could be malicious. They can. Yeah, they might want to be like, who the fuck are you? And that's when you spray his ass, right? And you run and you get cover and you 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 tell people, you you let people know, like, but would you rather like not do that and just like walk by and potentially like see that person later and they're all fucked up and think like, man, well, I could have done something? It's hard, bro, to like first of all, I, I like I'm gonna stop you there just because like it's hard to like put in that position right like this would require everybody to think the same for everybody to be safe to like feel that way right i mean obviously like like ellie mentioned it, it's not like as a dude like if i'm well I, don't, I can't even put myself in the position as to what i do if i was that dude because i that's not me but like yeah i think that from like a male what was the not word you, you said what did you say male perspective no the other word yeah, from like a male privilege point, I, I see where you, what you meant by that. Like as like as a as a like a lady, and you're trying to stop this, you know, two hundred pound guy from like hitting on hitting his girl. Like I just think that if all of the people can think like that, whether it's man, woman, or other, then you should be able to just make the voice heard. Because I think the voice is what counts, right? The actions will follow. Create a ruckus. Yes, exactly. That's what. What if there's no voices around? There's no other voices. If there's no other voices, and then that's when it comes down to like, am I putting myself in danger? Like, I feel like if you were in a yeah. dark alley, like, dude, okay, we're not. I feel like the point of this like discussion is not to tell everybody out there, hey, put yourself in danger and make sure that everybody before yourself is okay. Out. That's absolutely not. It's more of just like if you can be a person to help out your own community because that's where you live and that's where maybe you will have a family and your kids will be roaming the streets. Yeah. You should, you should do what you can to make sure that your community is, is okay. And it doesn't mean going, you know, getting strapped up and walking around like the sheriff. It just means like the way it happens is it's, it's just pain. It's like paying it forward. If I was in that position, I would want somebody to help me. You pay right? it forward. You look out for one another. Exactly. So, on my Venmo, I'll drop it out. You guys can start looking out for me. Uh, that's the whole moral of it. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I think we're good on this topic unless y'all yeah. want to talk a little bit more about it. But I think I'm good. I'm good, too. Yep. All right. Um, some quick shit that we had uh, that also went down this week. Netflix has actually vowed to invest about $100 million in black-owned banks, which is really important because 
Black-owned financial institutions and community-developed organizations are the ones that usually lend to minority borrowers than mainstream consumer banks. So that in itself is a really huge plus for black lives in general. You know, more black businesses will be able to grow because now more loans will be able to go to black businesses with this. Um, and yeah, man, I just feel like a lot of other companies should start doing that as well. You know, like start looking out for more diversity. If you're not going to fucking hire them, which you also should be, at least invest in them. Let people like make in capitalism, let people build their own shit, you know? I think yeah. that's something really cool that that should be highlighted this week. Netflix is making gains. You even saw it like earlier this month. You could see like when you go on Netflix, it's like, boom, black shows, movies, everything you need to get fucking educated, you know? And I, and I support that, yo. Like Netflix is some real ass motherfuckers. So shout out to Netflix. Until um, next week when they do some fuck shit and Ricky's going to have to remove it now. <laughs> hey, they're, not, they, they're not my shout out of the week, so they ain't going to have you. that privilege. You know what I'm saying? What a, uh, um, Guy Lane? Crazy, what? We got to talk about Guy Lane. <laughs> oh, yeah. What's Dude, that? Guy Lane Maxwell got arrested. And funny story behind it. Hey, um, uh, Lane, who is Jeffrey she? Epstein's, Jeffrey Epstein's uh, oh. right-hand lady. Um Dude, that was uh that's pretty nuts. And we had to spell it G-E-E-L-A-N-E. So that way my ass didn't say Gislane on this <laughs> damn podcast, because I probably would have. Um yeah, uh exposed for like the whole pedophile ring. She definitely did have a hand in kind of grooming uh younger women to yes. um you know be the mold that these weirdos wanted. Um and her ass got in, uh, locked up. FBI came in, took her up. How long are we giving her? I'll say two weeks. Two weeks? Two hmm. weeks. What what's July? Um August, September. October. October. I feel yeah. bad that we're talking about a person's life like this, but at the end of the day, dude, it's just it's the reality no. of the conversation. Of all, fuck her. Fuck her. Yeah. Fuck her. Okay, listen. I understand fuck her, bro. I, that's literally what I just like in the, I'm all about fuck this bitch. Alright? But at the same time though, it's more of just like like right now we're sitting here taking bets it just we're taking bets not bets but like we're predicting the future (laughs) on when covid quote-unquote is gonna take her yeah it's not wait first of all it's not covid quote quote on quote yeah that is a very oh contracted by covid19 and she died from complications of the disease no the government's gonna fucking whack her because she she they were in Buckingham Palace. There's a photo with Ghislaine and Kevin Spacey sitting on the throne of the fucking queen. Like, they have shit on everybody. And I hope, this is my predicting the future, I really hope she doesn't get killed because I want her to sing like a canary. She is in prison or wherever the fuck she is. She has nothing left to lose. I hope she talks. Dude, little do we know she's like lodged up in a cabin in Aspen. I just know. Fucking like listening to our podcast. Probably like these stupid motherfuckers think I'm dead. <laughs> no, um, yeah, that's that's some other um big eye popping uh news that happened this week. So I guess we'll just you know stay posted on it, see what happens. Uh, you know what I'm sure when we find out, y'all gonna find out too. But <laughs> definitely keep your eyes out on, uh, open on that. Um, we'll see what happens. 
Topic of, of pedophile rings, I just wanted to also bring up this Twitch drama that's happening. Um, there's a bunch of streamers getting called out for, or and just like pro players in the community getting called out for uh, messing with younger kids, man. And it's kind of fucked up. I mean, not kind of, it's really fucked up. There's a bunch of exposing blog posts that put some of the biggest names in Smash. And I mean, I fuck with Smash Heavy on some nerdy shit. That's like my shit. I love that game. See me in Smash. Y'all can find me. And um, basically what's happening in the community is that people have started exposing, uh, you know, relationships that are just nasty man there was a there was a pro player named captain jack who had a sexual relationship with this other pro player named nairo and the age difference was 15 to like 20 and it was just it was just it was it was crazy so Mm -hmm. on that i just want to tell people like younger younger kids that might be listening to this shit recognize the signs of grooming like if if people that are like older than 21 and you're like younger than 18 um or younger yeah like if you're younger than that and like like they're always just doing like inappropriate shit and like nah that's not cool you feel me like that is way off don't do that shit people like one of the things that they were going on in this kid that i was kind of like what the fuck was that some kid was like initiating the relationship when he was like 15 and the other guy was like 21 but just because he initiated it doesn't mean the other guy goes for it like that's fucked up you know and a lot of people in the smash community was were like no you were the one who were who was like asking for it so like you don't deserve to be let go so easy like all this shit and it's like no that's wrong like as a grown ass person you should know Okay, like this is wrong. I don't care if you're coming at me like that. This isn't gonna happen. So, I just wanted to bring that up on the same topic of pedophilia because it is something going on in a community that I'm, that I really, you know, was into. I I love watching these pro players like be really good at this game. Makes me want to play this game even better. But yeah, yeah. dude, crazy shit, man. Motherfuckers need to stay in their lane, dude. Like I don't know what it is about. Like like I. Let me ask a really random question. So, like, when, you know how, like, like, your parents, they have, like, a really weird age gap? Like, am I the only person who thinks, like, oh, shit, when, you know, Pops was 12, Mom was zero type shit. Like, you know what I mean? I know, like, later down the road, there's a certain okay point to where you stop, like, but, like, I think once you're in that, like, 18 realm, like, you should stay in that 18 realm. Like, anything young, stay in that fucking realm, bro. Like, there's no reason that y'all should be fishing in the wrong pond, the kiddie pond. There's no reason, bro. Like, there's suit. There's a, get out the kitty pond, everybody. All right, that's that's just straight up fact to everyone. I know I asked a random question, but that was more of a random statement. <laughs> I do feel that though. Like, yeah, I feel like my parents didn't have a big age gap like that, but I do feel you on that. Show. Awesome, good shit, Anthony and Ellie. Love it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> awesome. I agree. Do, do we want to yeah. get into August Alcina? Do we do we want to get into that? Mm. I mean, I mean, it's just no. another side nigga story. <laughs> Real talk. <laughs> I mean, like that—that's what I see it as. Just because it's Jada and Will who have the most perfect. Well, we all know nothing is really perfect 
Um, yeah, man. Actually, was- they, this, they, they, it does bring up a question that I want to ask you guys, but we have to give some background to it so the audience knows. If you don't know about this, August Alsina is an artist that went through a lot of shit, a lot, a lot of shit. And basically, he was involved with Jada Pinkett Smith while she's been married to Will Smith. Everyone had their theory that they were a thing. Um, and it was kind of alluded to in one of her interviews that they had an open relationship. But it was never confirmed that August and Jada had a had a relationship. But in a recent tell-all interview for his, uh, like, promoting his new album, pretty much, people say it won't. it wasn't, but it totally was. Um, he admitted to being like in love with Jada for a moment in his life. And he was he had to ask Will for permission, basically. And Will was cool with it and they had their thing. But basically he got cut, you know, he got cut <laughs> off the roster. Jada, Jada just played him, called his ass an Uber. She got places to be. And now he's he's just telling it all. And he was hurt by it. He made he made songs about it. He was hurt. And uh, to everybody here at Down in the Basement, I wanted to ask you this question. Can you guys do an open relationship? No. All right. Nope. <laughs> heard, it oh, here, no. heard it here first. Nope. Now, fuck that, dude. No, it's called a special other for a specific fucking reason. And if it's not your special... Do you mean significant other? Wait, is it significant? Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm right. a special other. I'm like, what's a special My special other is another person. Okay, you know what? Fuck my dictionary because my thesaurus is acting up. God damn it. Uh, no, significant others. <laughs> oh, that one. No, for the point of my fucking conversation, I want to call it your special other, your your partner. Like, you can't, you can't have a partner who's a partner with somebody else. It don't make sense. It's just that's not the way things work. I mean, in certain cases it can be, but no, nah, that shit's not for me. Nope. I couldn't nope. couldn't be me. Nope. Ricky. Nah, I asked a question, fool. Well, no. Nah. It'd be hard. Too much work. <laughs> Too much work. How so? What? It'll be a lot of work. You'll be dealing with like two problems. Instead of yeah. just having to deal with one. As soon as your side girl gives you problems, that's not your side girl no more. <laughs> like, real talk, the only one you should be having have... problems with is your main girl. Well, there that's are, the there point. There are no side girls. Yeah, like, that's the whole point of it. Like, having a girl and, like, a girl, why you have a girl is just, it's a problem in itself, bro. Because uh, you're going to listen to so, other so girls you guys, vent? You guys, you're going to listen to other girls vent to you? Yeah, man. about it like it's a whole other like serious relationship an open relationship could just mean yo we just we just fucking around i see oh okay well then like, if we're just fucking around then you're not my significant other so that means it doesn't matter i can do what i want and you're you talking about the side want. person or the or your wife well in the question you asked like how would i feel about our significant other being with someone else right or are you just asking could we be in an open relationship yeah, that's all. I was asking your opinion on open relationships. Well, I feel an open relationship is just being single and just mingling. That's that's yeah. what it is, right? Like, I mean, I'm in you know, an open relationship because I'm not exclusive to somebody right now, but I'll talk to whoever I want to, and I don't open, hold them. An open relationship is an agreement between you and your life partner that y'all can go and fuck other people. That's no. what an open relationship is. 
Nah, it's gonna nope. be me, bro. Nope. I feel like I don't know. Nope. I, I didn't, nah, like Ant said, that's a lot of. Uh, yeah, if, guilt, there'll be guilt there, bro. There'll be a lot of guilt if, <laughs> in If you still want, if you still want to take some nibbles out of like the buffet and not stick to like the one plate that you're gonna eat, then fucking be single and go around and nibble on whatever it is that you want to do. But if you want that exclusive plate to be yours, then be faithful to that fucking plate. First and foremost, why am I at a buffet then? Hold on, yeah. If you're looking for one plate, yeah, you you're objectifying. Oh, don't go to a buffet. It's an analogy. It's an analogy. <laughs> I ain't going to buffet. You to think they're a piece of meat or what? No. You hear me? <laughs> Shit. Yeah. But okay. So oh, yeah, Anthony, no. does that so does that change your okay? Because you were talking about uh I'm gonna be stressed with two girls. No, you have one main girl. You're just allowed to nibble from other plates. And she gives me permission? She gives you permission, yes. but you also have to give her permission. Yeah, then nah. No. <laughs> nah. <said, "Nah." laughs> he thought about it for a second. He's like, I get permission? I oh, no, nah. never mind. He's like, nah, never mind. She I still nah. wouldn't. I still wouldn't, even if it's just me, you know? Oh. Yeah. Just and we all know black men don't cheat, so, you know, there's not going to be any... That hey, this, here isn't, on this, this isn't cheating. This isn't cheating. It's an it's open relationship. It's that's what you guys are getting. It's like, oh, they're they're cheating. Dude, honestly, serious. like they're, they're asking, asking too much questions. Yeah, bro. You know what? And, I agree. Because um, <laughs> you guys don't get what the it's open hot in here. Okay. Is about. Well, let me let me ask you. Let me tell you, Ricky. Like, I feel like you're baiting me right now, bro. Yeah. Like, like, dude, why don't you like, answer, like, Ricky? Well, yeah, no, no. Answer? Because the thing is, this is like. Like, that seems like one of those things, like, where you just, like, your girl asks you, like, am I the most prettiest girl in the world? Like, yes. Yeah. You have to say yes. And you're, like, over here, like, well, what about this person? I just want you to admit that you're jealous. And that, jealous? that's why you wouldn't do an open relationship. No, open relationship. I'm more of a, you know, closed indoors kind of guy, you know. And that's 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 the way my cookie crumbles. He likes it. Lights I off. wouldn't be. I wouldn't be in an open relationship. Either. All of a sudden, this motherfucker. Who had said all, all of a sudden, bro? It no, was always like I'm this. Like, I know, no, no. But what I mean by what I mean by I'll, all of I'll a, admit it by saying I'm a jealous ass motherfucking person, and that, yeah, but, you know, that's that's why I wouldn't do it. Okay, that's you. But like, I'm just saying though. Like, what I meant by all of a sudden was your what's the word conviction in the question was so deep and then like now it's back to you no i wouldn't i definitely wouldn't it's just because you guys didn't understand what an open relationship was y'all was over here like damn i'm gonna have two wives and well, all then this maybe shit. you should have started with the definition <laughs> or maybe you could just listen to me when i break it down bro i'm just yeah. saying i wouldn't be in an open relationship either why because it is you can, huh because you faithful. I'm faithful. I'm I am very jealous too. Fuck that. Like what's my oh, wow. toxic too. I don't know, bro. Let's not judge it's it cuz people can if, if people if people can handle it, then they can handle it. We have to be we have to be open to to the people that can handle it. We just aren't people that can yeah. handle it. But you know what day. would be cool? Hey, if anyone listening to this is down for that shit, we want to hear your thoughts. DM you us at we the basement. You. Instagram, Twitter. I actually really want to know your thoughts. If you had an open relationship, how did it go? If you'd be down for an open relationship, like just let us know, man. I I'm actually super interested 
And yeah, we might like. I'm, even, like, I'm super interested. What? If you guys are in an open relationship, let me know because I'm super interested. Is literally what you just said. Yeah, and learning about it, not being nah. part of it. For real. I don't think your word was interested. I think your word was intrigued. Okay, got you, got you. There you go, bro. You mentally intrigued, but you said interested. Because he well, is I interested. I am interested. I know, he is interested. I am interested, but not being part of it. Not mm-hmm. being part of learning. It. He's writing a research. Y'all, y'all ready for shit show? <laughs> let's go. That's right. Y'all ready for, y'all ready for shit show? Because I'm tired of y'all. All right, All right. let's uh, All right. get this. Let's, let's get into this week's shit show of the week. It's the shit show. It's the shit show. Okay. All right. Simon, would you like to start us off? So for this week, I would love to give a special shit show to a daring couple from Martinez, California, who goes by the name of the Painting Pipette Duo. Uh, Nicole Anderson, age 42, and David Nelson, 53, I'm setting you up for that cancel culture right now, decided that it'd be a good idea to go ahead and paint over the Black Lives Matter um, mural on the street uh, with black paint. Lady, I just want to let you know, and man, that I actually think that it looks better with the black paint, and you guys should continue to finish the job, so that way um, it sets a more deeper tone for us. Um, you guys are stupid. I think that what you guys tried to do was to erase the message, uh, but all you really did was make it deeper. So, for me, Nicole Anderson and David Nelson from Martinez, California, you guys are my shit show of the week. Ooh. They showed up really confident with one bucket of paint. Right? Like, I, I, I think we need to donate to the second bucket so they can go out there and finish it. I'm serious. It actually looks not that bad with the black. Like, yeah. I mean, the, no. the street is, like, low-key faded. It's like a, you know, a 10-year-old black tee. So the black paint really does actually stand out on it still. Now so. it's going to say Black Lives Matter in black. Exactly. Like, can you I are just say <laughs> What? What's up? If I was there, I would do some street justice. <laughs> and take that fucking paint bucket away, and I would throw it all on those motherfuckers as soon as they started chasing me. I cannot understand how people just stood around and watched and didn't even tip that shit over, like or did. Well, he did shit. grab the yes, the guy, the dude in well, the dude in black was. I think he played that shit really well. Like he was ready to square up as soon as one of like or that dude tried to do something. Um, but like, why? Why? Why would you want to pour the paint all over them and catch yourself a case for all that? For what? Throwing paint on somebody? You think I'd catch a case? I'm one thousand percent sure you will catch a case for throwing paint on someone. Assault. And if you <laughs> fine, I throw the paint somewhere else. Get away um... with it. <laughs> yeah, I agree. They did come out there real confident. Like again, the least they could have done is just finish the job. Uh, simply put. Yes, sir. Thank you for that shit show of the week, Ellie. There's also another shit show for ICE, which stands for the Immigration and Customs Enforcement, which announced Monday that international students studying at colleges within the U.S. cannot stay in the country if their schools move courses completely uh, online for the fall of 2020. The State Department said it would withhold their visas and the Customs and Border Protection will prohibit these students from entering the country in the future. So international students who are here in the United States attending colleges 
are being asked to be removed from the country through no fault of their own because of coronavirus. So there are, if this does come to fruition, there are approximately 1.2 million students in the U.S. under specific visas, and they are attending more than 8,700 colleges and universities. So a big shout out to, or a big shout out, a big shit show to ICE for removing students from this country if their schools decide to move online or to put them at risk for contracting coronavirus if they have in-person classes. These people are just here playing dub- paying double their tuition, also paying taxes, creating a future for themselves here in the United States, and fuck ICE. Abolish ICE. Ooh, he had the double fart. That one squeezed out. <laughs> fuck, yeah, fuck ice. I drink all my water warm because it's fuck ice. <laughs> thank you, Simon, and thank you, Ellie, for these horrible shit shows of the week. Thank you. Nicole Anderson, David Nelson, Ice. You're all definitely some fucking shit shows. Now it's time to get into this week's... Shout out of the week. 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 All right. And for this week's shout out of the week, it is not going to bump fuck Kanye West. Instead, <laughs> we are going to salute a man who is doing the work out here. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, this man who I have dubbed Pepper Spray Pedro. That's not his real name, but I thought the alliteration was nice. Deserves some recognition for the work he's putting out on these streets. Some might even call it street justice. That's right. In an era, in a world where one people man. are out here wilding, one man, one Instagram stands tall. That's right, everybody. I want you, if you're listening to this, to go check out Tat T A T Z. 909 on Instagram. T-A-T-Z-09-909 on Instagram. This man has been putting in the work. I saw his video on Twitter and had to reach out on Instagram because this man would that resides in Los Angeles, California, decided to go to a bodega and buy all of their pepper spray. I can only imagine it cost about couple hundred bucks maybe it reached the thousands who knows not too sure how much pepper spray cost this day but what he did with that huge amount of pepper spray is something that i give him much respect for for pepper spray pedro as i have dubbed him not his real name went around to street vendors across la and gave them free pepper spray to defend themselves This is the kind of thing that I mean when I say take care of your community. Take care of your people. The police, fuck them. The police are, like, I wouldn't say they're necessary. They are important. Don't get me wrong. I don't want to abolish the police completely. But if we do more things like this, caring for our neighbor, watching out for our own people, we'll get far. Yes, that's right. Tats decided to go around giving people everywhere on the block free pepper spray, telling them, hey, I just wanted you to know 
things have been wild out here, and they have. I've personally seen videos of people going out, gunpoint, robbing street vendors that are just out there selling paletas and taking all their money, beating them up for some bullshit. And like I was saying earlier on this pod, get yourself some self, some some protection. It may not be a gun if you're in a state that doesn't allow you open carry, but hey, you could carry around this pepper spray. And sometimes that's all you need. Blind them. If you can't have pepper spray, pocket sand. Don't be caught out here lacking. Yes. I truly think that this is something that we need to do. Look out for each other more. And Tats is just someone who was about that action. So to Tats, T-A-T-Z 909 on Instagram, I salute you. I respect you. And I love you're out here doing the good work, brother. You're this week's. Shout out of the week. 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 All right, I think now it's time to wrap it up with some wise words. Let's start it off with our very own Elizabeth. Oh, I lost it. Hold on. You learn more from failure than from success. Don't let it stop you. Failure builds character. Thank you. Let's go with Simon. The most difficult thing is the decision to act. The rest is merely tenacity. The fears are just paper tigers. You can do anything you decide to do. You can act to change and can control your whole life. And the procedure and the process is its own reward. Nice. Let's go with Ricky. I just want to say that in order to coincide, we must protect each other, look out for each other, be there for each other, and we will live in harmony. Nice. Thank you. And um, last but not least, I would just like to say, sometimes when you're in a dark place, you think you've been buried, but actually you've been planted. So bloom, blossom, and be great. Tune in again next week because we are out. Hey there. Thanks again for listening to this episode of Down in the Basement Podcast. I appreciate you tuning in. And uh, follow us on social media, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, at WeTheBasement. Interact with us. We'd love to hear from you guys. Until then, see you next week.